I'm Richard Lloyd-Jones, and this is Thinking with Somebody Else's Head. The Urban Dictionary offers a comprehensive definition of what is a magnetic personality. It's a person with a sense of calm self-confidence and authenticity, they say, who others are drawn to instinctively. There's a lot in that statement. It could be a keen intellect, a personal charm, and highly developed capacity to connect with others, an impressive competence in something. But a magnetic personality does attract us. If we're not too envious, we notice and admire the difference in these people. We also know the deceptions that occur in this personality type. Hitler was said to be very charismatic and attentive when he wanted to be, and psychopaths are often notorious charmers. So there would appear to be some significant other requirements necessary for the magnetic personality in question to be valuable and useful for society. And it's in this area that we must turn to metaphysics if we're to really understand this phenomenon and perhaps unlock the door to our own nascent magnetism. The human being's magnetic inner life today on Thinking with Somebody Else's Head. We are, as always, streaming 24-7 on our very own Stop Radio Network. You can listen to the stream in a number of ways through the site at stopradio.org. We have a player right there on our homepage. And by the way, if you do go there to our site, feel free to leave us a voicemail message. That option is available as well on our stopradio.org homepage. We're also included in iTunes radio stations, the News Talk option there. And the stream is downloadable to your smartphone or tablet through the free TuneIn app. And if you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way through individual programs, you can do that too. Just download Thinking with Somebody Else's Head as a podcast in iTunes Podcasts. So a lot of options there. Lately, Dr. Norberto Kepi has been talking a lot about magnetism. This has been spurred, I believe, by the open-hearted welcome in China and now India for the Kepi motor, a magnetic motor that captures the essential scalar energy from space that makes it, and herein lies the Chinese interest, up to 90% more efficient than the best small motors on the market today. So the Kepi motor is a great innovation that opens the door to a consideration of the energy available for free in the universe that the great Nikola Tesla accessed for his later experiments. And you know what opening that door signifies, right? A consideration of the source of this essential energy, the being Aristotle called the prime mover of the universe, Allah, Jehovah, God, the Great Spirit, Whatever you call it, the Kepi motor is reconnecting the human being with the Creator, and that is no small thing. Although it is precisely what Kepi's science of analytical trilogy endeavors to do. Kepi has stated his scientific purpose as one of leading the human being to the goodness for which he was created. That's no small thing, is it? And it's present in any aspect of his work you care to examine. Just pick up any of Kepi's books, and you'll see this stated continually and in many ways. Check out his many TV shows, available as well on our stop.org.br site. You'll also get a strong dose of that high idealism. Of course, I don't suspect the Chinese are looking first to that aspect. They're principally drawn to the efficiency and energy savings potential of the Kepi motor, and that's probably enough for now. But engineer Alex Frascari was telling us that India, that's an entirely different matter, when he went there back in 2009, there was a lot of interest in Kepi's new physics from academics there. 
One physics professor actually went every day to Alex's new physics booth at a science trade show, desperate to get his hands on Alex's only copy of Kepi's new physics book. Alex finally gave in and gave him the last copy the day he was leaving. So why all this interest in India? Well, the professor apparently was impressed at how Kepi scientifically explains things that were written in the 4,000-year-old Vedic Hindu religious texts. So the seemingly small thing of a new magnetic motor brings a whole universe of new metaphysical knowledge, or perhaps it's better to say it opens the door to forgotten universal wisdom ignored by our materialistic and positivistic Western world. All that to say that magnetism, as Kepi explains it, is much more than a study of iron filings forming around the magnetic field of your store-bought U-shaped magnet. Claudia Bernhard Pacheco joins us for a fascinating and challenging journey into Kepian metaphysics when we return. The human being's magnetic inner life is coming up on Thinking with Somebody Else's Head. You're listening to The Stock Radio Network, originating from the International Society of Analytical Trilogy in Sao Paulo, Brazil. Our programs are also affiliated with the Stop the Destruction of the World Association, bringing consciousness of the root causes of human problems since 1992. The main characteristic of illness is lack of awareness. Norberto Kepi. Is inverting the human being and society. This is the Stop Radio Network. A look at society's most pressing problem. Norberto Kepi's Disinversion of Economics is Work and Capital, available in the bookstore at HealingThroughConsciousness.com. Since the beginning of all civilizations, they had always manifested an enormous interest and knowledge about the spiritual life and spiritual beings. It's a world of ancient wisdom that modern science has eliminated. The arising philosophy of positivism preferred to base science on material happenings. So, only what you can see and touch and feel is real. Now, spirituality is being put back into science. Imagine what would happen if people start considering this as a real thing. Not only as a religious thing, but also a real scientific thing. Imagine what would happen. Norberto Kepi's Universe of the Spirits, a scientific analysis. Available in the bookstore at stopna.org. You're listening to the most relevant conversations on the planet about how to stop destroying ourselves and the world. This is the Stop Radio Network. I'm Richard Lloyd-Jones, and you're listening, of course, to Thinking with Somebody Else's Head. Our program originates from the International Society of Analytical Trilogy in Sao Paulo, Brazil. And we've created our own radio station to hold all the programs I've been recording since, wow, 2006, I think, seven years or so. When I have my discussions with Dr. Claudia Bernhard Pacheco, which, by the way, are high watermarks of my intense weeks down here, and I hope that sense of specialness is tangible to you as you listen, we don't always have a clear idea or clear map of what we're going to talk about. (laughs) Today's conversation was one of those. Because Claudia is buried deep in her regular psychoanalysis practice and the heightened activity around the Kepi motor, which she also oversees, very busy woman. I'm not even sure sometimes if she's going to make it to our scheduled interview time. Sometimes she just appears here, kind of out of the blue, and I'm not expecting it. And today was one of those times, and when this happens, I just sit her down, position the mic, and start recording with 
no clear idea where we're going. You don't want to miss a word when Dr. Claudia starts talking. So today, we're going to kind of pick up Claudia in mid-idea. I hope you enjoy. I got so upset when I heard that the bees are disappearing, vanished. They don't know where they go. This is scary. Maybe this is scary thoughts. 70% of the bees. In some areas, 70%. In some areas, 50 Some areas, 30% of the bees disappearing. Uh, I used to buy honey mm-hmm. in Minas Gerais, mm-hmm. where I used to be one of the biggest producers of honey, honey bees. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they export. But last year, from a few years behind, the quantity of bees and honey started to go Decrease. down and down and down from 300 bauges. How do you call this? Containers. Barrels, huge. maybe. Yeah. Barrels, yeah. Now they didn't make even 20. Oh, my gosh. So it's really something oh, yeah. scary. And then I entered the, the internet and put on the Google honey, bees, etc., and you, if you look there, you get even more scared. Yeah. Because this, this is all over the planet. But Geraldo was talking about this when he came here. Remember? Yeah, he, I remember. Yeah, and yeah. then we forgot. And we forgot, exactly. I kind of for, forgot. Yeah. And then now it came back because I wanted to buy honey. And the guy said, we don't have honey to sell this year. Because exporters are coming and, and, and selling everything. So I have to have to my customers. I said, what? You don't have honey anymore to, to sell? And he said, no. And each year is is becoming worse. And you know what happens if the bees disappear? No pollinization. No, of course. No fruits, no yeah. flowers, no yeah. trees, no yeah. nothing, yeah. no life in yeah. the planet. It's really scary. And this morning I was reading about epigenetics and the studies they are carrying lately. And so we see them developing the thesis that Dr. Kepi developed in his book, The New Physics, in 95, 1995. And it's good to see that at least a portion of the population is realizing that virtues or attitudes, they really, really do matter in terms of health and what happens in the planet. You know, Richard, we are a kind of motors or a kind of channeling motors mm-hmm. of energy. We should grasp a lot of magnetism and this transcendental energy coming from God, from the universe, which is, it's like it enters our body. We have lots and lots and lots and millions of antennas, small antennas inside our cells. Antennas inside. Yeah, to capture. To capture. Our neurons are antennas. Our DNA our antennas inside of our cells, we have the mito- 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 mitochondria, and we have many uh, bastonets, all things that work like antennas. Our teeth work like antennas. <laughs> They're very important. Our nerves, they yeah. work like antennas. Incredible. And the most frequent kind of energy is the magnetism, right? So we are magnetic beings. We should be. I actually wanted to talk to you about magnetism because, you know, when we think of magnetism, we think of, oh, oh you've got a funny look on your face. You don't know. <laughs> where's <laughs> the engineer? Where's I'm the Kepi? No, where's the Kepi motor? Yeah. Because um, where's the Kepi motor engineers when we need them? Because. Uh, you know where they are? 
They're going to China, right? They're producing new products, like new prototypes. Yeah, for、uh, all sorts of different products. Now,、yeah. now they, we found a very good arm, industrial arm, and it's a company in China. Yeah, and we are producing ceiling fans, table fans, exhaust exhausters, and、uh, we will produce、uh, fans. And pumps with solar panels. We will pumps with solar panels, so they can yeah, be accessed is, where、yes. there's no electricity. That's fantastic. Yes, in Africa, in the、yeah. Middle East, here in the north and, of Brazilian. Yes, place where the electricity doesn't come.、That's、we are very happy to to see that、uh, we are putting in practice、yeah. this. But let me let me come back to even even though you had that look on your face saying I don't know if I can talk about magnetism I wanted I, this is something I've been wanting to talk about for a while because when we think of magnetism we think of a magnet、mm -hmm. and Dr. Kepi has been using the word magnetism to symbolize the essential energy、mm -hmm. and so what's the difference?、Mm, uh, good question. Yeah. This is interesting because people think that the magnetism comes from magnets. Yes, exactly. And or comes、so、from the North Pole or something. They know, always link energy to something like to some matter. Exactly. A particle,、yeah. something that is has mass. Yeah, like like、uh, gravity、mass. comes from the、mass. graviton. Always or particles or、right. mass, and so there are the magnetism of the magnets. But magnetism is all over the universe, and it's very much linked to what Kepi calls essential energy. And this magnetism feeds everything in the in the in the universe.、And、so, magnetic beings, we are magnetic beings, and we should be much more—not electric, but magnetic. Electricity is a distortion or a division of magnetism, which、yeah. is complete, is integral,、yeah. and electricity is a kind of separation of the two vectors of magnetism. It's it's so it becomes deformed. It becomes a monster. It becomes dangerous. It becomes dangerous for health because it's taken away from the the、it's、other、like、part、separated. of the computer. Yeah, right. So it's it's a kind of putting magnetism inside the wires and 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 not being able to control it properly、mm -hmm. and to misuse it. So this is how Kepi, as I understand, Kepi explained this. But magnetism is so important because it brings the growth of、uh, the. Vegetation, plants, animals, human beings, and we had in the past, in the end of the nineteenth century, beginning of the twentieth century, a lot of experiments between magnetism and health. They treated pain and even mental illnesses with magnetism, magnets. But now, understanding magnetism and the maximum, maximum expression of magnetism, which is the basic energy that brings. Forward all the other energies and matter as well, so magnetism would be the essence of、uh, energy, the essential energy that, combined in some vibrations, different vibrations, they form this and that elements. Now Kepi does this a lot. He takes words and he redefines them. He did this with the word envy many years、mm -hmm. ago. People thought envy was one thing, and he's. Making it a much bigger exponent. Is he doing the same with magnetism? Because seems so. He seems so, right? Because seems magnetism, so. because we... it's it's liberating the concept from this link to matter and mass. Yes, magnetism is beyond, or it's even before mass. It forms mass. 
It yeah. brings life to mass yeah. and to us. So uh, people think, oh, what should I eat? What should I do in terms of lifestyle? Should I exercise more or less or should I drink this or that? But they never focus really on the very source of magnetism and energy, which is mostly coming from our psychological, our mental, our spiritual, our invisible life, our interior life, which is mostly consciousness, consciousness, good feelings, uh, good and truthful thoughts. So our mind should be fed by by magnetism all the time through uh, right uh, right concepts, good feelings, good intentions, good actions, you know. So this would be the very source of energy and magnetism to us. And this is able to go inside the genes... And work inside the genes and the cells and make them better and make them heal. Is magnetism a word for essential energy? Yeah, we could say it's a synonym. Yeah, because we have to to get away from this concept in physics. We could say this. I'm not totally 100% sure if we are going to find another kind of energy beyond magnetism. Right. But so far from what we know... So far, magnetism would be the first uh, energy known in space. Maybe the first manifestation of energy of this energy would be magnetism, right? Maybe, first. maybe we could name it as magnetism, or yeah. maybe if we would say that God is giving His energy to the to the universe, this energy might be called magnetism already. And I am not sure whether we yeah. we would have something before energy okay, before so, magnetism. Okay, so when you say we're magnetic beings, mm-hmm. uh, you mean that in our true state, we are captures and transmitters of this essential energy in some way. Yes. And and then there our uh, our necessity then is to be as much in harmony. Mm-hmm. with this essential energy as possible. So we capture it and then, of course, transmit it through our actions. Would this be a fair... Yeah, good feelings and good intentions. This is very magnetic. Feelings of love, affection, goodness, mercy, charity, hope, uh, good feelings, faith. This is all magnetic. Yeah, th- this is beautiful because you, there, there's... In Malachi Martin's book about exorcism, he talked about how one of the principal causes of possession, as he called it in his book, was when somebody began to destroy their inner ethics. They began Mm -hmm. to question, well, what's the difference between good and bad? You were talking about this in our group analysis with one of our clients last week about how, how, how this this client had distorted completely. There was no difference for him between good and evil, bad, and everything was possible. This creates an enormous distortion inside the human being. Yeah, because magnetism is like what moves us, makes us move ahead. Yeah. It moves, it's it's like the the energy, the the food for our motor, the motor of our beings. So... If we stop the vibration of this magnetism in us, 
And we do this by stopping our thoughts, the truth in our minds, wanting to be alienated, wanting to forget, wanting to, for, to forget. You have many means to forget things. Yeah. You think about alienating yourself, deviating your thoughts, stopping your mind. It's, it's like stopping magnetism to work because mag magnets and magnetism, it's pure vibration. It's not stopping anything. It's pure. The more it moves ahead, the more magnetic you you become. Yeah. It's like a motor that feeds a generator. That the the faster it moves, uh, it generates faster. It moves moves. It generates more, right? Is yes. it moves? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Because you, you're you're talking now because meditation. The faster it runs, yeah. the, the 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 light, the most capacity of lightening things it it gives. Like, yeah. Uh, bringing you, light to things. You're talking because you know, stilling the mind, calming the mind. That's the whole idea behind meditation. Yeah, meditation is blanking your mind. Yeah. This is like stopping energy, stopping vibration in your mind. So, if you have negative thoughts, you have to identify these negative thoughts in order to distinguish: are they what are what are they thoughts about? Yeah. Are, should I be worried with this, or should not I be worried with this? Is this a a morbid kind of thought, or it's a realistic, reasonable preoccupation I must have. So you have to use your reason. You have to look to your feelings with your rational mind and have this filter. So we have to like to look inside also and to see what am I thinking? What am I feeling? And be the, the master of your life. If not, you are led by wrong energies like stop everything or like being afraid or sometimes being like jumping on on dangerous situations yeah. and putting yourself in danger. Like I have a client, he lives in Canada and he was like thinking he was very active, but in his mind he must have had, during during his activity, his, he was fixing a roof or something in his garden and then he fell off. Off the scaffolding. Oh, my God. And he broke his arm. And it, he almost broke his neck. Yeah, really. <laughs> and he would be in, like in a wheelchair today. And thanks God, he he preserved himself, the angels or himself, his instinct of life he preserved himself. But he's in a very big pain now. So now he's in a phase that he's paying attention to everything he thinks and he wishes to do because the impulses they may be, they may come from a, a dark inner side of, of us that we are not paying attention to. So many kids, they suffer accidents because of this. They yeah. jump. They, they follow the instincts. And we call instincts erroneously. We might say impulses. We might say desires or suggestions. suggestions. Some Christians call this temptations. Suggestions or temptations. They are almost the same. They are, they are very much alike because our unconscious and these energies around us are very much alike. They are very much in tune. So we must pay attention because if we pay attention, we are using our magnetism. We are using correctly our mind. And we, we filter ideas and feelings that may hinder us from Taking in magnetism. Yeah, not just accepting every idea that comes into our head, but actually using our ability to discern whether that's a smart idea or a stupid idea. Yeah, discernment, yeah, is discernment is something important. Yes, yes, discernment. Yeah. And the same thing when you're going to eat, 
when you're going to drink, when you're crossing a road, you have to use your discernment. Even much more what is going on in your mind, in your inner life. Because this is the most important, the central uh, source of energy, the central source of health, absolutely the central healing in our beings, healing organism, yeah, is our, our inner life. We can't just let our mind go wherever it wants. And yeah. we do this. We pay attention to all. Yeah. And what, <laughs> where am I going on the weekend? How much money do I have? What <laughs> am I going to buy? Everything like in the horizontal, material, yeah. like sensorial life. And the very source of everything we just leave it yeah. like behind yeah. or let it be. But if we exercise our mind properly, if we, uh, if we make use of this mechanism, this motor, which is our mind and our heart, our being, if we, if we activate the consciousness, so we help ourselves a lot. This neurasthenico capacity neurasthenico, which is this neurasthenic cap, neurotic cap, people feel this a lot. And in some cases, they are so disturbed, so disrupted in their everyday life by this uncomfortable, discomfortable feelings, yeah. as if there is a pressure in your mind and in your in your you, skull, you mean? Your skull. skull is like, um, yeah, skull. feels too small for your brain. Yeah, <laughs> it's, like it's, it's physically, it's physically yeah. sens sensitive. Yeah. And this is all related to energy. And so you can, you can help yourself by exercising your consciousness. So, like we too, we are talking, we are using our, our trilogical ideas, and this is very helpful. But we can also, for instance, stop and read a little bit. And it will be very difficult because if we read, in order to start reading, I mean reading useful yeah. literature, yeah. mostly Cappy's books, for instance, they, they, they are very therapeutic. So if you, if you have to force yourself to start because it requires effort. And then when you start, little by little, you will be fed by the energy that is in those phrases, those paragraphs, oh, that's those what you, concepts. No, but that's interesting what you said because that's that means like that's like then we're we're like being attracted to magnetically attracted to something that's good for us. Mm -hmm. It's we, like we never, we, not always we do attract, feel attracted. No, but, but we have to force ourselves. Yeah, but, but once we start in the process, I then see. we then yeah. we enter into yeah. like a magnetic resonance with yeah. this and then we feel drawn in in a and relieved way. oh my god yeah, this is interesting because you know oh my I, god thanks god i was liberated from that negative feeling you know one of the things that my students have the most difficulty to understand claudia is that they could have bad intentions that mm -hmm. they could have resistance to what's good mm -hmm. people don't this is like a new concept for them because you know if you ask people do you want to be happy everybody will say yes but we have so much misery on the planet, there must be something wrong with that. But people don't perceive. And as we go deeper in the class, you can see that people start to have consciousness that they do resist what's good. We have a resistance to it. So we have to over what you're talking about, in a sense, is overcoming that initial resistance to enter into resonance. And then the magnets kind of like attract each other somehow or something like that. I'm, I'm seeing it this uh, way. Yesterday, I was attending a client. 
she's a very beautiful woman, and she got married with a powerful rich man, and she's extremely jealous of her husband. And she goes after his cell phones to see what <laughs> kinds of Phone communications calls <laughs> he has. And sometimes she sees and finds what she doesn't like, or she finds what she's looking for. <laughs> and now she's starting to realize that her mother did that a lot. She grew up seeing her mother being inside the house, weeping, sick, um, complaining, blaming her father for all that went wrong with her, um, putting the blame on her father for all the unhappiness she felt, up to a, a point that she she like she got sicker and she died, her mother. And she learned to blame her father for everything. Mm -hmm. Like, he had lovers, he didn't treat her, her mother well, blah, blah, blah. So she sees, she learned to see men as evil ones, as the bad guys, as the source of unhappiness. But this really doesn't happen that often to her because her husband is very good to her, very affectionate. He may have some flirting. But she, uh, he's very good to her. And, and I told her, look, do you realize that there is this possibility of your mother having been very sick and her unhappiness being for her own behavior against life? Because she used your father as an excuse to be destroying her life all the time and being unhappy the way she wished, and also blaming her husband. Saying she couldn't be happy because he was the way he was. Yeah, and yeah. not that... She was yeah, And it. she used to say he drank. And I said, but he, this situation was like a drink, like a pinga we say in Portuguese. Like <laughs> a, this alcohol that we but, have yeah. here. So she couldn't live without this. She couldn't live without this drama, this opera. Yes. So uh, this living a drama, it's very close to women. And they prefer uh, to deny life, blaming her husbands, instead of living her, their own lives and, and being happy and accepting life. So this counter-attitude, this counter-reaction, this reaction against life is very, very common in women. So yesterday, this this client started to realize not only she does this, her husband, or looking inside his cell phone is like her pinga, his alcohol. <laughs> it's like her drink. His drink, her drink. <laughs> she doesn't hide it in the laundry basket. She just goes into his cell phone to yeah, find it. Yeah, exactly. And, and, but not only she does this, but every time she's feeling truly happy, she has this kind of temptation, this impulse. That's when she enjoys the most to think about the betrayals and and what is her husband doing against her. No, but you're her. saying something now, Claudia, that just it's triggering so many so thoughts. So the first her. time she thought, I'm against the good. Yeah, I'm against the good, not the, the husband. Because, you know, uh, many people use these kinds of experiences outside to justify. Mm -hmm. And there are so many. 
I see this in public speaking. I've been mm-hmm. working with my students in public speaking, and they, they say, well, I'm afraid to public speak because I'm afraid of what others will say. And I say, well, there may be other people that judge you. That's possible. That could happen. But so what? I mean, why are you going to let that stop you from expressing yourself? But they do. It's like, this is like their pinga, mm-hmm. their drink, that, that I can't speak because other people will judge mm-hmm. me. And not that I can't speak because I don't want to speak because I don't. I have a resistance because so I don't want to speak. So we should ask the person, what do you associate speaking with? Like communicating what yes. you have to say. Yes. And they will probably say living uh, or uh, helping, uh, shining, success, uh, giving love, helping other people, expressing my knowledge, whatever good. Showing what I can do. Yeah. So being accomplished, development, and that's what they don't want. Yes, that they don't want. It's incredible, but we don't want. Yes. We are inverted. How is it possible? We are upside down. We are on the contra of life. Goodness is always difficult to accept, is how Kepi writes about this in his seminal book, The Origin of Illness, which lays out his therapeutic vision and principles. And strange as this seems, it can really provide some insight into those crazy things we do. That is our program for this week. The program is thinking with somebody else's head. We're always pleased to be with you and do appreciate your emails. So do do that once in a while. Joneshealing at gmail.com if you'd like to email me. Back again next time on Thinking with Somebody Else's Head on the Stop Radio Network. Bye-bye for now. Personal success depends on acceptance of the success of others. Norberto Kepi. Disinverting the human being and society. This is the Stop Radio Network. Tuesday in New York, and Gwen's headache is now five days old. <laughs> Wednesday in London, and Ronald's left the hospital for the streets again. It's Thursday in Mogadishu, and angry students are protesting against corruption. Whether the illness is physical, psychological, or social, Norberto Kepi's The Origin of Illness is a book that gets to the bottom of it and offers a solution. Norberto Kepi's landmark book, The Origin of Illness, available now on Amazon. Some governments already admit that life on Earth will be extinct in a few years. This is not a certainty. The human being does destroy himself and destroy the world in which he lives. This is called inversion, and so far it is unconscious. But if we wake up now, there is still time to save life on Earth. Those who ignore this and do nothing to stop the destruction of the world are helping to destroy it. A message from the Stop the Destruction of the World Association. www.stop.org.br You're listening to the most relevant conversations on the planet about how to stop destroying ourselves and the world. This is the Stop Radio Network.